What's up, you guys? You are listening to Taboo Talks with Destiny. That's right, ladies. This is your new go-to podcast for all of those down and dirty, nitty-gritty questions. Are you ready? Let's go. What is up, you guys? I am so excited to have you back here with me. This is finally episode number two of Taboo Talks with Destiny. My first podcast episode, we talked about waxing vaginas and everything in between, literally. And for this episode, I kind of wanted to do something that is very near and dear to my heart, but still has a lot to do with waxing and vaginas. Um, Today's topic is about self-love and self-care. And to me, those two things really are intertwined with um, waxing because in my opinion, that is a form of self-care. And unfortunately, a lot of us don't practice self-love and we really don't know what that means. So services that can be a little bit vulnerable like waxing, or going to the gynecologist can make us feel pretty uncomfortable because let's be real we don't love ourselves we don't know ourselves so i want to spend a little bit of time unpacking that topic and kind of digging deep and figuring out what that means for me what it can mean for you and how really loving yourself and treating yourself with self-care can elevate your life to the next level so if that sounds good to you let's dig right in so when I hear the term self, self-love or self-care, I used to think a hot bath, getting my nails done, retail therapy. Um, there was a portion of my life where that meant, you know, taking my care of myself meant going to the gym or meal prepping. Um, recently, it's been making time to go on a quick vacation, spend time with my friends. Um, And some days it means not leaving the house. It means tending to my mental health and taking care of myself in that form. And I think it's different for all of us. You know, we're all different. We're all unique. We all have different lives. We all have different circumstances. So that's, it's going to mean something different to everyone. What I want to talk about today is mainly self-love and self-care and self-love they go together um, because when you know how to love yourself and you um, truly love yourself no matter what the outside circumstances are chances are you're going to treat yourself with care meaning you're going to make the time to take care of yourself take care of your body take care of your mental health um, and everything that comes with that i do believe they are two different things um, and you can have one without the other but Usually if you have one, you're working on the other. Um, And so I really want you to ask yourself, what does self-love mean to you? And do you love yourself? Do you love yourself? Do you talk to yourself the way that you would talk to your best friend? I know we all talk to ourselves. Um, You don't have to be a little loco to be someone that talks to yourself. I think we all can admit that we do it. And I don't know the exact number, but I know there's like a crazy high number and it's um, like how many words we say to ourselves a day. And they say if you speak kindly and positively and encouraging to a tree, 
it will grow better and faster. Um, and it's the same for ourselves, you guys. We talk to ourselves more than anybody else talks to us. Um, we have a constant string of thoughts. At least I do. I don't know about you guys. Um, and if those thoughts are full of negativity, if we're putting ourselves down, if we're telling ourselves we're not smart or we're not good enough or we're not pretty enough or we're not skinny enough or um, you know whatever your doubts or insecurities are, if you're feeding yourself those lies, you're not practicing self-love and you don't love yourself. You might think that you do and you might, you know, intend to, but you wouldn't say those things to the, you know, the person in your love life. You wouldn't say those things to your children. At least I hope not. Um, And so I really want to talk about that and kind of figure out why that is and how we can break that down. I used to be someone that had an extremely toxic, negative relationship with myself. I could smile all day long and people could give me compliments compliments but it was never enough i have been on a journey of self-love and self-care with my body and the way that i view myself and the way that i take care of myself um since i was 22 years old i'm 28 and when i was 22 i got so sick and tired of the way that i felt when i looked in the mirror and um that was a direct reflection of the way that I took care of my body and I would say such nasty things to myself like I was so toxic and it just makes me so sad because I know that there's so many women who do that to themselves we beat ourselves up we ask ourselves why we can't stay consistent why we can't stop eating why we can't put that down why we can't stop drinking why we can't just get our butts in the gym why we can't just do our makeup why we don't have good hair why we don't have good skin all of these different things that society tells us that we need to be beautiful and fit the standard and I really had to change that pattern because if I was ever going to start appreciating the things that I was doing to take care of myself, I had to stop tricking my mind into thinking that I was nothing but all of these horrible things. So the first thing I stopped doing was I stopped beating myself up. I stopped that negative self-talk. And it's not just as simple as saying, oh, I'm not going to talk bad about myself or I'm not going to think negatively towards myself anymore. But it was realizing that I did it. It was acknowledging it. And then it was recognizing my triggers. We all have different triggers for multiple different things in our life. Um, But mine was, you know looking in the mirror after a long day at work and being like god i look horrible like did i look this way all day long oh my gosh that's probably why i didn't make very many tips like i can't believe that i let myself look this bad all day at work like no homegirl you worked all day long you're exhausted like your makeup's not going to be on point and who gives an f like it's just makeup you're beautiful even without it Um, And it took me a long time to get there, but I know that there's a lot of people out there that have the same thought train. So I had to stop feeding myself those negative thoughts. And anytime you take something away, you always have to replace it with something else. And so I started doing positive affirmations. And if you guys have never heard of this before, it's just speaking positive things over your love. It's affirming these things that you know about yourself or that you want to believe about yourself, but it's very hard for you. So I would say like, I'm beautiful. I'm intelligent. I work hard. I am enough. Things that I subconsciously didn't really believe um, but I knew that I needed to because they were true 
Um, and so these days, instead of saying my affirmations in the morning or writing them down, I actually have an app on my phone. I love it. It's called I Am, and you can customize it to whatever you kind of need to be reminded, whatever you need to reaffirm over your life. Um, it has really cute different pictures. The aesthetics of it are awesome, and you can set it to go off as many or as little times throughout the day as you want. And I found that it always goes off at the most opportune moment, just when I need to be reminded um, that I am in the right place at the right time, I'm taking care of my body, or maybe I'm about to make a bad decision with food, something I know I'm going to regret later. Maybe I'm in the drive-thru. That's actually happened. I was in the drive-thru at Starbucks about to get something that I didn't need. It was gonna make me feel yucky and I would regret it later. And my app went off and instead of ordering what I was gonna order, I just got a water. Um, and I know it sounds silly and some people would probably say like, well, treat yourself. Like, yeah, absolutely treat yourself. But was that Starbucks gonna be worth it to me? Absolutely not. Um, and that is using a little bit of self-care. It's being mindful like, do I want to feel gross later? Do I want to be sad that I ate something that totally wasn't worth the 600 calories? No. So I'm going to make a better choice. Um, so that was one way that I really started shifting the way that I talked to myself, which immediately changed the way that I felt about myself. I also had to change the people that I was around. Now, I'll be the first to say, I don't deal with shitty friends. So I didn't have anybody in my life that was making me feel less than. However, I think we can all agree that at some point in time of our life, we have a friend, a family member, an acquaintance, that we get anxiety when we're around them. We feel the need to impress them or they've said something in the past and now every time we're going to see them we get anxious or nervous and I know I had someone like that in my life and in my opinion part of self-care and self-love was cutting off that relationship and that was a really hard band-aid to rip off you guys especially when that person is probably acting out of what they think is love but you know unfortunately there's a lot of toxic forms of love or things that people think are love and they're just not um so if you have someone in your life that causes you to be anxious that causes you to feel less than that causes you to think that you need to do anything extra than show up just as yourself chances are you might need to have a conversation with them and if that conversation doesn't change things maybe they're not in your best interest and if that's a family member, that's a really hard conversation to have and that's a really hard line to draw, but it's 2020. I'm 28 years old. I don't know how old you guys are, but I told myself I'm too old to be doing things and to be surrounded by people that don't bring me joy. I'm too old to be around people that make me feel anxious, that don't bring me happiness, and I'm too old to be working any job like that I hate. So I really made it a point over the past couple years to cut that stuff out. And some people don't understand and they'll take it personally, but the four agreements clearly states that anything someone does has nothing to do with you so me cutting that person out of my life really had nothing to do with her I cut her out of my life because I was doing that in general in my life I was protecting my peace and I was practicing self-love and self-care knowing that that relationship brought me more stress and anxiety than it did love and obviously that had to do with her so it was partially about her but 
I was making those decisions all across the board. So if people take it personally, kindly remind them that anything someone does has nothing to do with them and it has everything to do with a person making that decision. It's a direct reflection of what they're going through in their own life. And sometimes people will understand and sometimes they won't. It is what it is. Now, if self-love or self-care for you means getting your nails done, taking a hot bath, retail therapy, gym time, vacation, not leaving the house, any of those things, that's great. Do that. Make time, put it in your calendar, schedule it, because if you don't, it's not going to happen. But what I do want to talk about is how some of those items that we think are self-care are really harming us and making us more stressed out. So let's use getting your nails done or retail therapy as an example. A lot of us will say, I just need to relax, I need to treat myself, I need to do this, I've been so stressed out. And while that's probably still true, and I am the first to say I absolutely love getting my nails done, I used to get my nails done And my bank account would be like, homegirl, you need to eat instead. And I was like, nah, it's fine. Um, And then later on, I was stressed out because I spent money that I didn't have to be spending. So make sure that when we're practicing self-care, we're not shooting ourselves in the foot. I know that society teaches us that all of these things are self-care and it's really, really shitty that we kind of have to unfuck our minds from majority of the stuff that society teaches us because it keeps us in this perpetual circle instead of this elevation. And no one wants to be going around in circles, okay? We all want to be constantly ascending to the next level. So one thing that I started doing was writing down things that made me feel at peace and at joy. And it was completely different than what I had told myself self-care was. It was sitting in a clean house that was peaceful and quiet. It was going for walks. It was um, spending time with my girlfriends laughing. It was going on a date with my partner. Um, things that don't necessarily cost any money, but give me so much peace. And when we are at peace, that is the like ultimate self-care when you can have total peace. I don't know about you, but there have been so many times in my life when I was so stressed, I was so overwhelmed and I would have given anything. And I tried so many things to give me peace and it was never cutting it. I was always creating more stress for myself. So I encourage you to write down what brings you joy and what gives you peace and schedule that in for yourself. Make time for that. That is very important towards mental health and self-care. Mental health is the highest form of care that you can take care of. If your mental health is in check, then everything else follows suit. Um, And when we love ourselves, we make room for other people to love us meaning like we create room to accept the love that we want when we love ourselves we create room for other people to give us the love that we want if we don't love ourselves and we're constantly beating ourselves up and we're constantly creating this circle that we can't get out of because we're creating these problems for ourselves because we're trying to take care of ourselves and we're trying to 
you know, do all these things to give us peace when in reality all we need to do is unfuck our minds. And it sounds simple when you say it like that, but it is a lot of work. And dig deep and really genuinely truly love ourselves without the makeup without the extensions without the lashes without all of that stuff we need to love ourselves just as who we are our quirky things our you know things that we're embarrassed about all of that stuff and that takes time and that takes a lot of figuring out who you are and why you are the way that you are Um, and that's why it's a journey and it's beautiful but when we really start to genuinely allow ourselves to love ourselves we can accept the love that other people want to give i think that for so long i was on this go 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 mindset and i think a lot of people can relate you know we live in america and we're taught you go to school and then you graduate and then you go to more school and then you graduate and then you work your ass off and you work nine to five and you bust your butt and then when you're old maybe you can finally start to live your life you know a lot of people um are working two jobs because they have student loan debt or they you know have credit card debt or they have you know a home that they're trying to pay off and for so long i was in this go 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 mindset and i um I didn't know how to care for myself and I didn't know how to have empathy for other people either. And I don't know if you've ever been there, um, but it's really hard to have empathy for other people when you don't know how to give your own self grace. And it's just, it's funny looking back because, you know, six years ago, I was a totally different person than I am now. And I had a different body and I had a different mindset and my body and my mindset were both great back then, but I'm so grateful for the wisdom and the change that I have now. And it's crazy because the body that I had back then was a lot of people's goal body. You know, I had like a 26 inch waist, nice butt, toned legs, lean back, toned arms, um, just like I worked so hard and I was so dedicated and I was so consistent but I also ran myself into the ground I was exhausted um and I was hungry um and I didn't appreciate it it wasn't enough for me and because I was so focused on my own goals I couldn't understand why other people couldn't get on that same level and I actually almost ruined a couple friendships because I didn't understand how to have empathy because I didn't give myself grace um, and I wasn't empathetic towards myself and my own needs. I just pushed through and pushed through. And it's funny because now being, you know, 200 pounds and having a total mindset shift just through life experiences, I get compliments all the time from people saying, you just look so happy and you're glowing and you have this vibe about you and it's crazy because I think curves and plus-size women are starting to be recognized in society as beautiful um, and that's wonderful but it's not because of my body or my butt or my curves you guys it's because I finally learned to love myself and accept myself and I let myself not look perfect and I let myself be silly and I allow myself to be vulnerable and I share the real because it doesn't matter 
because at the end of the day I know who I am and I love and I accept that and when people like when you do that you guys people can feel it people can see the difference in you and you genuinely glow different you show up different because you are being 100% authentic authenticity like you can't fake that you guys you just can't so I know a lot of us are just in survival mode right now it's a crazy time to be in this world and I can tell you more than anyone I really struggled with my weight and my decisions and my stress levels during quarantine and I definitely gained weight and I was so set on being consistent with the program that I had started when quarantine first happened and I failed I didn't stay consistent with that but what I did do was allow myself a little bit of grace I mean whether you feel one way or another about this current situation that the world is in with this pandemic I think we can all agree that it halted everyone's life and it was stressful AF and while maybe some people were losing weight and that was their form of stress relief a lot of us didn't go that route and that's okay it's okay it's okay to be stressed out and it's okay to not feel in control of your emotions because you're not in control of anything else that's happening in this world it's okay it's okay to make mistakes it's okay to change your mind it's okay to mess up because there's always a new day tomorrow and you can always start over and you're still valid you still are good we can make mistakes and we can get back up and overcome them. It's okay. And sometimes you just need to tell yourself that. And the more that you tell yourself that, the more that you believe it. And I'm not saying that we should just F up in life all the time. What I'm saying is the more you give yourself permission to fall down and get back up, the quicker you are to get back up and the quicker you are to catch yourself before you fall. Does that make sense? I've started over and started over and started over with so many different things in my life and while I'm not necessarily proud of that because I deeply desire to see things through from start to completion, what I've learned is that winners never quit and quitters never win. So if you're constantly falling down and failing and you just decide to quit, you're never going to win. And if you love yourself, you're never going to give up on yourself and your goals or your dreams. So it's okay if you've not been perfect. It's okay if you made a mistake. It's okay if you fell off the wagon. Whatever it is, it's okay. It's okay. You're still good enough. You're more than enough. You just need to keep going. And maybe you just need a supportive circle. You guys, I have been so blessed with amazing friends that constantly encourage me and cheer me on and help me see who I am and the potential that I bring to the table. And it really helps me be that person in their life as well. When you have people that know how to lift you up when you're down, you know how to be that person for them as well. And if you don't have those people in your life, you need some new friends. It's 2020, like... Come on, we need real friendships with real meaning here. And if you don't have anyone in your life like that, let me be that person because we all need at least one person in our corner and I'll be damned if you don't have anyone. So I encourage you guys to really take time and dig deep and figure out what it is that brings you joy 
and gives you peace and just start incorporating that into your life and instead of doing all these things that you feel like have to be done to create false joy or like fill up your space really be intentional with the time that you have i promise it'll make such a big difference making time for your health is one of the things that's really hard especially for me um i know a lot about nutrition i actually learned um everything that i know well everything that i first learned when i ever first started wanting to lose weight um from instagram i followed this amazing woman uh, her name is macy arias and back then her instagram handle was manko fit and you guys i was in love with her i'm talking like girl crush because she was phenomenal she overcame her depression and um like mental health issues through um, intuitive eating and lifting weights and she went from like skinny scrawny no muscle on her body to this amazing strong badass woman and I was so made motivated I was so inspired um, and so I just learned a lot and it's one of those things that I think most of us struggle with and I used to be so frustrated you guys when I was younger I used to think like, gosh, people that don't have to worry about their body or losing weight or have to watch what they eat, they must have so much extra time on their hands because they're not spending all this time meal prepping. They're not spending all this time looking up recipes and they're not busting their butt in the gym because they don't have to. They have it all figured out and it's simple for them and they have so much more time. They have it so easy. Um, And what I've learned is that my own personal struggles have caused me to understand other people and have, it's created a room for me to give other people grace. And through my own personal struggles with that, I've learned um, just so much about myself. And so while it's frustrating to watch people eat effortlessly while you may be struggling or you may have an eating disorder um it really is a form of self-care to watch what we put in our bodies and you know maybe you like in and out and that's fine like that's also part of self-love is giving yourself grace like you can still enjoy a cheeseburger and like be healthy you know what i'm saying um but making time for your health looks different for everyone i think healthy means something different to everyone to someone healthy might be um you know eating vegan and to someone else eating healthy might mean that they had a salad at olive garden with tons of bread and to someone else eating healthy might be you know only juicing and to someone else eating healthy might mean eating 10 pounds of boiled chicken um health looks different for all of us we all have different needs our bodies are all so beautiful and unique just make sure that you are being attentive to what your body is telling you and whether that's you need to eat maybe you struggle with eating and that's something that's hard for you listen to your body if your body's telling you that you need food find something that you can feel okay eating Listen to your body if your body is dehydrated and you're getting headaches. That's a form of self-love and self-care. That's something I really struggle with is I don't drink water. And I get headaches really bad. And then it's so funny because something so simple to other people like drinking water 
um, is such a hard task for me, but if I would just drink water, then I wouldn't get a headache. And if I didn't have that headache, I wouldn't be unmotivated and I wouldn't want to lay on the couch all day. And if I didn't lay on the couch all day, then I could accomplish the things that I wanted to accomplish. And when I lay in bed at night, I wouldn't feel bummed out and discouraged because I didn't get anything done that day. And that's not, you know, like an everyday thing all the time, but raise your hand if that's, you know, a typical thing that happens a couple times a month for you. Something so simple like knowing that our body is predominantly made up of water and that we need it to survive. So let's feed ourselves what we need. Like basic things, you guys. Basic things. And it's so easy to just like grab something else that tastes better. Um, and, and that's fine. I'm not here to like water shame you. Um, I just want to kind of shed light on a lot of these simple things that we can do to elevate ourselves and make us feel better um another thing and this is kind of going along with the waxing topic is a lot of us think that you know let's take a nice hot bath with our bath bombs and our bubbles and it's going to be so relaxing and then the next week we're like oh my god i have a yeast infection where did this come from or oh my gosh something is off oh you guys i have a story for you so this is the part where we talk about all of the things vagina, okay, with self-care. And I'm going to start it off with this story. I wasn't planning on telling this story, but as soon as I thought about the bathtub, I just couldn't not tell you. So when I was 19 years old, actually, I think I was probably like 21. Anyways, I wake up one morning, go to the bathroom immediately. I'm like, mm-mm something's not right something's wrong this is bad this is really bad so i call planned parenthood i make an appointment i say it's urgent something's wrong i have an std i go in for my appointment and the doctor takes me back and she says all right let's see what we got here i said i don't know but i just know that it's bad just tell me what it is i can take it and she laughed and she said well it's just bv and i said yep i knew it what's that and she said, it's just bacterial vaginosis. And I said, just, that sounds horrific. And she laughed again and assured me that it was just a bacterial infection, which in fact is not an STD, um, but it occurs when there's too much bacteria in your vagina, i.e. you are using scented body wash on your lady bits. You're taking a bath with soap that has fragrance in it you are using tide laundry detergent with extreme fragrance in it you're using um softeners or the beads in your dryer um and if you're wearing anything but cotton underwear your vagina can't breathe and all of that fragrance and chemicals and bacteria sits right on your lady bits and it can throw off your ph and i was like no effing way you mean to tell me this whole time I thought I had an STD for the past 24 hours when really I've just been washing my thongs with the wrong laundry detergent? And she said, yeah, it's as simple as that. So many things can throw off your pH and you just have to be aware of that. I'm like, well, that would have been great if someone would have taught me that. 
wouldn't that have been wonderful? And you guys, you wouldn't believe how many women that I talk to when I'm waxing them, they still don't know this. And, you know, I'm not saying that I have women that come in here that aren't smelling fresh. However, it is something that's really important to know how to take care of our lady parts. I mean, we spend so much time detoxing and juicing and doing diets and working out and taking care of our body, but if we don't know how to take care of our vagina, are we going to ever feel confident? Because let's be real, if we feel crappy about our lady parts, we're not going to feel very confident in the bedroom and that's not everything but when you can feel confident in the bedroom it's everything you know what i mean so rule number one for self-care when it comes to your vagina no scented body wash you guys is vagicil all of that stuff like it's gonna f you up okay it's really sad because the market is saturated with all of these different products because they play on our insecurities when in reality vaginas are self-cleaning so they can literally take care of themselves all we need to do is use water now if you want to use soap you know on the outside um that's fine but nothing on the inside no soap no fragrance nothing on your vulva on the insides of your labia minora like nothing that's going anywhere inside all of that stuff is self cleaning okay now i do want to say if you're having sex um make sure that you go pee afterwards I know this is common knowledge, but common sense isn't always so common. I actually had a client ask me to talk about this on the podcast because no one told her to be doing that till like way later on in life. And she was getting yeast infections and, um, you know, that's just, it's not okay. So after you have sex, I know you're tired. I know. And I hope that it was good. So you're exhausted. If it's not kick him to the curb, find a new one get a sex toy hit me up i sell those as well um go pee though okay you guys go pee and probably to take a shower okay get the shower head clean yourself off if he didn't do his job right use that to finish it and then you can go to bed and you'll probably sleep much better okay make sure that we are taking care of our lady parts as much as we take care of the external okay we need to make sure that we are doing what our body needs and we're not doing anything more okay we don't need to be using all of that extra stuff but i know that there is not a lot of education out there about this stuff so i just wanted to briefly talk about it i'm actually um, in the process of getting certified through indiana university um with a sexual health and wellness course so i am so excited to complete that so i can do a full podcast on sexual health and wellness and dig into that but i just wanted to talk briefly about it because there's so many things that we can prevent if we just take care of our bodies and 
I promise you it's so much better and less work than dealing with a UTI or a yeast infection or BV. And if you do happen to have one of those, I encourage you obviously go to your gynecologist. Um, me personally, I do not react well to antibiotics and that is what they're going to give you if you have one of those three things. Um, so if you're like me and you like natural remedies, um, what I would encourage you to do is take boric acid. Um, now here's another funny story for you guys. Boric acid is not a oral supplement that you take. It is a vaginal suppository. You stick it in your hoo-ha or your vulva, um, overnight and I like to put a panty liner in because it is going to dissolve and leak out of you. And it is a natural item or like supplement um, or suppository, excuse me, um, that will just balance out your pH. I have a very picky vagina. She does not like a lot of things or a lot of people, okay? We're bougie over here. And so I, my pH can be thrown off quite easily, especially if I'm dehydrated. Um, and so once a month after I get off my period, I use the boric acid to just make sure that my pH is nice and where it should be and to just clear out any excess any excess like spotting and stuff um, one time though I hopped in the shower I had been drinking some wine I was definitely tipsy and I set the boric acid tablet on the counter because I was gonna put it in once I got out of the shower so I get out of the shower, pick up my wine, pick up my pill, take my pill, drink my wine, go about putting my lotion on. It's not until about five minutes later that I realize, oh my God, that was not meant for me to take in my mouth. What have I just done? So I grab the back of the container and I read, absolutely do not take for oral consumption. If you do, call poison control. So immediately... I naturally start panicking. I run down the hall and I tell Mikhail to start calling poison control as I go into the bathroom to make myself puke because, of course, that's what a sound mind person would do. So I'm over here making myself vomit in the toilet while he's on the phone with poison control and they answer and he says, hi, I'm calling because my girlfriend just swallowed boric acid and we're wondering what she should do. And he said, oh, the vagina tablets? And my boyfriend laughs and said, yeah, how do you know? And the guy says, oh, it happens all the time. It's fine. She might just have an upset stomach. Just make sure she puts it in the right hole next time. You guys, I had already successfully vomited up my entire eating of food and everything else for the day while these two were over here yucking it up laughing i was happy to hear that i would have been fine it would would have just been an upset stomach but i was mortified that now not only my boyfriend but somebody else knew that i swallowed when i was supposed to insert so if that is a route you choose to take, you can find boric acid at the store. I get mine sent to me from Amazon. I think they're $7. It's very simple um, and I love it. It works for me. Now, if you wanna go a different route, um, even more natural, you can use a garlic clove. Yes, a plain and simple garlic clove. Tie a string around that little bad boy if you're nervous. Now it's not gonna go anywhere, so that's not necessary, but 
to each their own and put it up there overnight garlic is a natural antibacterial so it will kill any bad bacteria and the reasons why i use these natural remedies is because antibiotics kill all of your bacteria meaning the good bacteria that fights off the bad bacteria will be gone so you will be more susceptible to a yeast infection or a uti and i've heard countless stories and experiences myself where i took the antibiotic for a UTI and then I developed a yeast infection. Um, so if that's you, if your body reacts badly to antibiotics like most of ours do, um, those are some natural remedies that you can use. I have actually recently tried a vagina detox. Yes, you heard that right. A cleanse and detox for your vagina. Now, a friend brought this up to me, and you know, I'm pretty weird. I like to try new things. I love anything natural, and I'll try anything natural once. So when she brought it up to me, she said, yeah, it's these pearls for your vagina. It's like these natural herbs, and you stick them up there, and it pulls the toxins out. And I'm thinking like, well, what kind of toxins are up there? But I mean, I do have a period every month and I do spot three days before and three days after and I bleed for five days. So I'm like, you know, if I could like get my body back on a normal cycle of like a five day period, that would be great. So maybe I need to do this detox. I mean, after all, I do, you know, juice cleanses and these different things like you know, I have had, you know, a few partners over the years and you know, just periods, birth control, babies, like maybe my vagina does need a little detox. Okay. So I did the pearl detox, you guys. And what I will say is that it worked. There was definitely some interesting things coming out that's all i'm gonna say um it wasn't gross it wasn't like smelly or anything like that um but i don't know if it's just like what it is but like there's stuff that sticks to our uterine lining and whatever these herbs are you guys pulls it out okay the other thing i will say is that i saw in the reviews that there is the potential to make you tighter now don't ask me how it works because i have no freaking clue all i know is that i had sex with my boyfriend the night after i took the last one out and it was a very short session it was great it stroked my ego i couldn't believe it he couldn't handle it so does it work i don't know you tell me I am a firm believer, okay? I will say I did get a second period that month, you guys, and I was pretty freaking pissed about it. But I knew that my cycle had been off with all of this crazy spotting that just started over the past couple years. I never used to spot. And so I really think that the detox helped get my body back on its normal cycle. So if you're feeling a little bit off, if that's something that piques your interest, if you're weird and you like to try natural things like me, maybe that's what you want to try out but i'm really a firm believer on taking care of your insides and your lady parts um the same way that we take care of everything else i feel like we focus so much on our outside appearance 
um, and what people can see and a lot of people lack to take care of their insides meaning not just your vagina but your mental health and the way that you feel about yourself and the way that you think about yourself and I think that they're all intertwined you know if you are insecure about the way your vagina looks or the way your labia hangs or the way that your body smells or the discharge that you produce figure it out Um, I'm doing this podcast because nobody talks about that kind of stuff and it's it's a taboo thing because vaginas are sexual when in reality it's anatomy we should be able to talk about vaginas the same way we can talk about your arm or your eyeball Um, and if you're feeling self-conscious about one of those things or something in that area find a friend that you can talk to talk to your gynecologist or please 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 message me um i am actually very knowledgeable with this stuff and if i can help calm your anxiety or your worries or your fears about your body and help assure you that there is no normal and whatever you have is just fine and if it's a little bit off there's always a way to make it right um so hit me up if that is your question but it's all connected you know and when we neglect things and we push them off to the side because we don't want to deal with it or it's too overwhelming or we don't like confrontation or we're worried about the answer that we're going to get we create more stress for ourselves procrastination is a it's kind of like a trauma tactic we procrastinate the things that we don't know how we, we we procrastinate in general because we're stressed it's like a stress thing we're too stressed so we put off those things because we can't handle them and when we pull up our big girl panties and we handle what we need to handle inside then we can show up on the outside how we want and we have so much less work to do at that point because we're fe- we're free to be our authentic selves and we're not bombarded with fear and doubt and insecurities so i hope i was able to give some good insight i know it was a little bit all over the place that's just how my brain works um and i'm not gonna apologize for it because that's me um but i really do believe that it's all intertwined and that self-care means something different for all of us we all have doubts we all have insecurities none of us are perfect and that's okay and we just need to start realizing that and honoring who we are in our imperfections and loving that that's what makes us unique and different and when we create the space for true genuine self-love and authenticity we make room for other people to show up for us and love us the same and i think we can all agree that we all desire that we all want to be loved and there's no better relationship than the one that you have with yourself so if you desire love give it to yourself sister love yourself and i promise you will get the same in return
I hope you enjoyed episode two of Taboo Talks with Destiny. Self-love and self-care is so vitally important to our mental, emotional, and physical health. And if we can dig deep and figure out what that means for us, we can pour into ourselves and we'll be overflowing enough that we can help fill one another's cup. So I hope I was able to do that for you today, give you some value, help fill your cup a little bit. If you guys want to follow me on Instagram, I am am at destined to inspire for my personal account and my waxing and business account is the smooth secret i would love to hear from you guys if you got anything from the podcast feel free to dm me if there's any topics that you want to hear me talk about or questions that you have my door is always open Thank you so much for listening and I am so glad to have this platform to be able to empower and educate. Stay safe, you guys.